Hi friends, I'm so excited that you're here with me today. I have with me Madison Thurston. She actually went to high school with me back in the uh, good old days at Hamilton High School. Um, and she's here kind of to talk to us a little bit about her journey with this whole quarantine thing and COVID-19. And she actually um, just graduated technically. And so we're gonna have her talk about her experience and how this has gone with, with her and everything going on. Um, Madison, can you kind of introduce yourself a little bit to everyone? Yeah, so like Aubrey said, my name is Madison Thurston. I'm from Hamilton, Michigan, graduated in 2016. Um, yeah, Aubrey said it, it's a great high school. I loved it. Um, <laughs> I just graduated from Western Michigan University. And yeah, so that's about it. Um, so then obviously this has been hard for a lot of people. I think specifically people who are missing out on some pretty big milestones in their life and I know one of those is graduation. So do you maybe want to share a little bit about one, what you studied um, and two, just kind of where your head's at with all of this and how you've kind of handled it and what it's been like to not really actually be able to like physically graduate with your peers and you know, go up there and do the good old, you know, shake the hand and grab the diploma. So what has your experience been so far? So, yeah, so Western, um, I, while I was at Western, I studied supply chain management with um, the Hayworth College of Business. So that was kind of cool for me. I kind of got there and I had no idea what I wanted to do. So in Hamilton, the year I was a junior, they started doing the early middle college program, which I know a lot of other high schools do. Um, so I transferred into Western and they were like, well, what do you want to do? And I was like, I don't know, you know, management, sure. Business sounds great. And this guy was like, well, what do you like to do? And I kind of talked a little bit about how I, uh, I worked at a restaurant in Hamilton, the Hawk's Nest, and I was a manager. And so I kind of talked about some of the initiatives that I did and he goes, oh, well that's supply chain. I was like, all right, sign me up. So that's basically how I got into my program and yeah, graduate this semester. Um, I was planning on graduating last fall actually and then I took on a co-op so I took the fall off and graduated this semester instead. Um, yeah I lived in my sorority house. I was at work when Western um, shut down basically and started the whole you know you're gonna do this stuff from home <laughs> and I, they were one of the last schools in Michigan to actually do it, so I kind of knew it was coming, but I basically went back to my sorority house. I packed up most of my stuff and went home because my work was like, oh, you know, there's not really a lot we can do either. You guys are hourly interns and we got to save money. So, I mean, yeah, it was, in, it's kind of sad because I knew a lot of people and I had already tried to start playing out who I was going to sit by in graduation because they don't really plan it like they do in high school. They just have you sit wherever you want. So, and I was looking forward to it because I was going to get cords for, you know, having like a good GPA and studying abroad and, and I'm in a sorority. So I have like a stole that I was going to wear. And so, yeah, I mean, it is a bummer. I'm, I try to look on the positive side, you know, like right away when it happened, I was like, yeah, this like really sucks. I was really bad out of shape for like three days. And then I kind of thought, you know, this is not the worst thing that could happen to me. You know, like there's people having their babies and they don't even get to have their significant other there. There's people that, you know, even one of my good friends right now, her grandpa is doing really bad in the hospital and they have, they can barely see him, you know? So 
there's a lot of bad things that's happening, but me not being able to walk across the stage, like it's, it's awful because I did work really hard for this, but there's so many, there's so many other things that could be worse, I guess. Like I have two little sisters and we were talking about it. And if your kid breaks their arm right now and you call the doctor's office or the emergency room, they have to pick up the, the your kid and bring them to the hospital by themselves. And I'm like, that is so much worse than me not having graduation. Cause I have two little sisters that I can't even imagine how they would handle that. Cause they're really shy. So. Yeah, that's, I think there's so many things that are happening. I think it's really important to have that kind of perspective where we do understand that. Yeah, we don't, it, we're not in the worst situation ever. Um, still hard, still like validating that. Yes. Like you said, you worked really hard for this and to not kind of get that traditional reward at the end feels so funny yeah. and like, cheap almost you're like I just got cheated out of something um so I can only imagine that that's a little tough and but then yeah obviously keeping it in perspective like okay the world is not ending which definitely felt like that for a second there um yeah, and so, yeah I really admire your positivity in that though it's it's not always easy to kind of switch that around um so then tell us a little bit about obviously like you went home and stuff but you also have a job lined up so how has that kind of maybe even like reassured you or has it and how has that kind of affected you or, or kind of changed your viewpoint moving forward? Yeah. So, um, last fall, like I said, I took this off to do an internship. So I interned for marathon petroleum company and a little bit of background with that is that I was like dead set against moving out of West Michigan. I was like, West Michigan's the home for me. I'm never moving. Like, this is where my family is. Like, my fiance went to school at Michigan Tech, so he was nine hours away. So I'm like, I'm not gonna be like him. I'm never leaving, you know? And they were like, I knew signing up for marathon, I would have to move. So I was like, I'm not gonna interview. I'm not gonna interview. For like two years, I never interviewed with them at career fair, because <laughs> I was not gonna move. And finally, my friend's like, you're gonna love it there. And I was like, so I was like, okay, so I interviewed with them. They tell you 90 days before your internship starts where you're going to be. So it's already really stressful. They called me. They're like, all right, we need you to list out these places. I was on my way to Thailand for two weeks when they asked me to rank 10 locations. So I was like in the airport in Chicago, like quickly writing these things down. They finally get back to me at like 75 days before my internship starts. They're like, oh, all those places we gave you, you're not going any of those places. You're going to Eastern Kentucky. And I was like, what? <laughs> so I was like, all right, all right. So, you know, I moved down. I actually lived in like the westest part of West Virginia and I drove to Kentucky like two minutes across the border every day because the nearest city was like in West Virginia. And so I lived there. And I loved it. I loved being away from home. Like it was eight hours. So it was a little much to be far away from home, but I liked being on my own. I liked learning a new place and having new things to do. And I really like got into my element of like being on my own and my own person because Western's only like an hour from Hamilton. So I went home every weekend and worked on and waitressed on the weekends. And I had like a weekday job. And so I really got to like see what it's like to only work 40 hours a week, which was so much fun because you get to do so many other things with your life right. <laughs> when you don't go to school. <laughs> and so then at the end of my internship, you know, you do like a grand presentation and they offered me a job before I even left West Virginia. And, and then, yeah, I accepted it. And they said, well, they kept, they had the option of waiting to tell me where I was going to go. But I basically told them like, I didn't want to be more than four hours away from home because 
like family's still really important to Brandon and I. So I really wanted to be around close enough that I could go home and it wouldn't be eight hours. Um, and if anybody knows anything about the marathon refineries, they're all over the US. So they're very far away. And so there's a refinery in Detroit and the Finley headquarters in Ohio. And so they told me when I got the offer that I'd be in Finley. So that was my like, yeah, sounds good. So then I got the offer. And so I've had it since December, which I think, I thank God so much right now that I was able to secure that in December before all of this craziness. Cause, um, as a lot of people know, like people graduating right now don't really have the option to apply for jobs in their field. Like I have a girlfriend that's an international business major and she's like, yeah, I've kind of pretty much decided I'll be working in a factory. So, I mean, that's, that's like really awful. So it was, it feels secure <laughs> to have a job lined up and they've been like really communicative about like, yeah, you're still starting and we're going to meet with you a few weeks beforehand. And we're going to talk about what your first week's going to look like. And you may have to work from home, which I mean, is totally fine. Like I'll figure it out, but yeah, it's definitely been nicer for me than for other people. And I, I feel so bad because Brandon has an internship and he got moved completely online so he is going to be living with me, but working from home every day for, I think it's like eight weeks long because they actually cut it from 12 to eight weeks because of it being online. So yeah, even people with internships, I feel so awful for. I'm so glad I graduated with a job. I can't, I can't even talk about it enough how happy I am. <laughs> right? Yeah. I think that's, that's part of the thing too, is there's so much uncertainty in general when you get out of college. I think that's the biggest thing is like, oh, real life. I don't know what I'm going to do next. And unless you obviously do have a job panned out but not everybody does and so I can't imagine like I knew that uncertainty when I got out and I didn't really even know what I wanted to do despite having a degree and this kind of offers it just uh, doesn't offer a whole lot of choices which is so hard and um yeah I think that I think I love that you're grateful for that too because you understand that that might not be the case um and I think that's awesome but for, but for all the people who obviously don't it's a it's a huge hardship and it's just I think that this one thing to say is just like keep on going and keep pushing forward and and I think one thing that this thing is everything has taught us is just that nothing really is secure you know yeah like any day and I don't say that to be a Debbie Downer I say that to be a little bit realistic in the fact that this is what it's taught us so I think it teaches us more not to be scared or like fearful but to just be prepared and equipped and know that we are capable of of adjusting and maneuvering and navigating um, despite anything they throw us, especially, you know, a pandemic, so. Yeah, things that you would think would come up. <laughs> right, right. Um, yeah, no, I think that, that's so cool though that you've been able to have the opportunity. I think that's awesome. And, and I think all we can do, even if, if it's people who don't have a job right now too, is just to be, you know, to lift each other up and say, hey, I'm happy for you and congratulations. And um, yeah. their day is going to come too, you know, it's, it's, it, it, I think that's hard to, to like share that, that joy in such a hard time, but I think it's mm -hmm. so important for everybody's, um, just, I don't know, just for their perspective and for our own mental health, just to be, you know, congratulatory of people despite what's yeah. happening. And, um, so kudos to you. That's so exciting. Um, and I'm sure that they love having you with them. So that's so cool. Um, so then what would maybe be, what is one of, and you, you might have more than one, which is totally fine, obviously. Um, but maybe what's one, one or two of your biggest struggles so far? Um, despite, yes, you have found a job, but obviously this is still tricky. So what is what, what have been some of your struggles? 
Yeah, so I'm like a huge planner. I hate not having a plan. If you could talk to Brandon right now, he'd be like, Madison is dramatic about her plans because that's what he thinks. <laughs> um, like if we're in the car and we're on our way to do like three errands and I say, we're gonna go do this, this and this. And then he goes, well, what if we do this one first? I'm like, no, 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 I have a plan. You know, like I am like, <laughs> I have a reasoning in my head. There may not be a good one, but I, there's a reason. Um, so finding an apartment during this whole thing was kind of hard because like I had to drive to Ohio, which Finley is three and a half hours from Hamilton. So it's not like, it's not like a quick drive. It's not like across the state or something, you know? So it was kind of frustrating to have to figure that out. And plus like a lot of places they were like, I've never rented before. So I, I guess this might be like a normal thing, but a lot of the places I was calling said, you know, we don't know when people are going to move out until like 30 days before. And I was calling like, like three months ago to see if I could get my name on a list or something. They're like, oh, you have to call back in like two months. And I was like, ah, I can't do that. I have to have a plan. I have to have somewhere to move. And so that was like kind of frustrating and things just changing all the time. So like Brandon was supposed to move into Dearborn. The Ford interns live at the U of M Dearborn like campus. So he was supposed to live there. And so I planned my move in around his move in because he was going to start before me. And then his start day got pushed back to June 1st, the same as my day. And then he also wasn't living there anymore. So then I had to, so I was already moving into this apartment two and a half weeks earlier than I actually started my job. And I was like, well, I'm not going to change it now. And so that was frustrating. And, you know, just getting like getting the, to move down here too. So like I have, I have a Chevy Impala, Brandon has a Mazda, so we couldn't fit all of our stuff. So he, we had to borrow a truck from his parents and borrow their trailer. And then we had to figure out when we were going to bring it back and, and just all that stuff. And so it's just like a lot of moving parts and with things constantly changing and not knowing if Ohio is going to be open or if we can buy toilet paper here. So we have to plan ahead and bring our own, you know, like, like it was just a lot <laughs> to have to deal with like the planning of a move because like my start date wasn't going to change. And then I had to be like, I have to have internet because what if I have to work from home? And like, I have to go shopping because they have, um, the, the place I used to work. So during my internship with marathon and I interned for an automotive company, Mon and Hummel in Kalamazoo, like they both had like a jean policy. So it's business casual, but with jeans, well, marathon and Finley, is the headquarters so it's business casual no jeans and i have no dress pants so i'm like i have to go shopping and i hate shopping for pants online because like i'm short and i can't ever find good pants online so it's just like it was just like that <laughs> it's just starting something new and having so many things that go up to it with all this, you know it's just that's definitely it's been a real big struggle probably for more for a plan freak like me but you know still a struggle <laughs> yeah i think Planning is so important, and then, but then also when you have things like this that get thrown at you, it makes it almost impossible, and, you know, I think when you do have your sights kind of set on something, and mm -hmm. you have this all mapped out, to have it all get just disheveled, 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 is that the word? I don't know. Yeah, I yeah don't know. I, obviously I can't say it, so we shouldn't use it, but, <laughs> but to have your plan just get all kinds of messed up is just always frustrating no matter what, and um, I think that also shows us, you know, yes, plans are important. Yes, they can get moved around, but also like, how do you handle if they get completely turned upside down and yeah. you don't know which way to go and, and things just get so crazy. And especially the fact that like, we couldn't find toilet paper that just kind of puts yeah. a whole level on things. <laughs> 
um, which is so sad. Um, <laughs> whoever thought that would be a thing. Um, but yeah, I totally feel that that would be, I mean, a move in general, especially right after school. And, and, um, for those of you who don't know Madison, her and her boyfriend have been long distance, um, which you can probably tell by our conversation, but then this is just another kind of, you know, hurdle to jump through with that and making sure you're both on the same page and, um, finding a place, like you said, like just a move in general is hard. Like that transition is hard. I just cannot imagine making that tr transition in the middle of COVID-19. Like <laughs> that would yeah. be a little, a little stressful. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, it's definitely it's definitely a lot and like plus like moving to a place that I, I don't know anybody so like I when I went to Western I'm like a super independent person and when I my first weekend I called my mom crying because I wanted to come home and that's like so not like me she was like I thought you were like possessed or something she goes you were crying and needing me and I was like I was like I don't know and you know now I'm like in this new place where I don't know anybody and it's and Brandon's not here this week because he's at home working for his dad because his dad owns a plumbing company. And so it's like, I don't know anybody, so I'm not going to leave my apartment. It's not like I should anyways because it's in the middle of the quarantine. But, you know, it's like, it's just hard because, like, I'm a huge extrovert. And it's really hard for me to, like, not see other people. <laughs> well, and let alone, you obviously can't meet a whole lot of people right now. So, yeah. like, building that community is not easy and let alone in general so then now when you actually can't meet with anybody like just to be living there and not be able to create those connections that you want to create would be yeah, yeah that would be so hard um yeah it's it's definitely tough and I know that once I start my job like I'll probably see some more people and I actually there's a girl that she added me on Facebook because she saw me post about how I moved into these apartments and I work for Marathon and she works for Marathon and she moved in a month ago. So we've been texting a little bit right. from like, I think her apartment's like kitty corner to mine. <laughs> like, so I try, you know, I do the things that I'm trying to do, but it just makes it hard. Right. It's like a new whole, like it's a new version of online friendship, <laughs> like online yeah. dating, but with friends and try to figure that out. That's crazy. I love, I think technology, we would not be able to do this or handle this as well as we have, I don't think without technology, which is just a huge thing. Um, obviously has its, you know, good and bad moments, but um, just to, like stay connected with people is huge. So I love that you've been able to do that. And I mean, it's, it's weird to create so many online connections like that, I think, but also probably will make it that much sweeter when we do meet people in person and finally get to sit down with them and actually get to know them face to face. And um, I think we're going to appreciate it that much more too, now that we have lost mm -hmm. it a little bit, um, which I think is so fun. Um, so then maybe can you give some advice if you have any or just encouragement or words or something, maybe a routine that you've started or something you've done has helped you or encouraged you or others that you might be able to pass on to other people during all this? Yeah. So, um, we talked about it a little bit before, but, um, I actually just started doing like this, this workout regimen and like trying to get healthier. And it's something that like, I've thought about for a long time, but everybody knows when you're in college, like that's never the time for you to like, try to get healthy. Like that is just such a hard time. Cause you're like all over the place. You're at home. You're at, you're on campus. People are like, Oh, let's go to the bar. And you're like, I want to go to the bar, but you're like, I don't have enough calories to go to the bar, you know? So it's like hard, but now that I'm like set, like I'm a set place and I can actually have like a routine where I get up and I work out and I make my protein shake and, and, you know, and I try to, you know, tell people about it because I think that it, like, I'm loving it. I, 
posted about it a couple days ago. I, I've been only doing this for like two weeks and I've already lost like six pounds. So that was like super cool for me because like I, since I graduated high school, like everybody else, my metabolism sucks. And now I, <laughs> I can't just eat what I, I can't just sit down and eat like a whole container of Oreos, you know, and I want to all the time, but <laughs> you know, it's everything in moderation now. Yes. So I have like, I have like, like, like the little dove chocolates, like in my freezer. So I get to have one like every day and it's frozen. So it lasts longer. <laughs> yep. So, you know, I just think that like for people during the quarantine and in general, you know, like when you need to find like your routine, when I was in West Virginia, I would go you had to get to work at like 7 30 to the refinery you know I would get to work stay until 4 4 30 I would go to the studio I was you know there was like a, a bar studio with yoga and cycling I was going to I'd go do that get home by like six o'clock maybe and then I would shower eat dinner and lay in bed and watch the vampire diaries and eat oreos so I'm not saying that that's the best because I definitely shouldn't have done that and now I know <laughs> Cause I was like doing all these workouts and I was like, why am I not losing any weight? I'm working out for like all the time, but now I have like this program I can do at my house. And so, and I don't have Oreos. So <laughs> that's the key. Unfortunately, it's, those are literally my worst enemy. They're so bad. And whenever they show up from, for some reason, I can't control myself. So I feel that 100%. <laughs> Yeah, I know. My, uh, one of my friends, she, one of my sorority sisters, she does keto and mm. she did keto while she was living in our sorority house, which props to her because we had a chef, a full-time chef. His name was Paul and bless him because he was amazing, but he, nothing was keto friendly. I was like, I would never be able to do this. <laughs> and we went to the store one time and she was like, well, help me pick things out. And I like picked up a pack of Oreos and I was like, how many um, carbs do you get? And she is like 20, 23. And I was like, oh, okay. I was like, two Oreos are like 23 carbs. And I was like, you can only have two of these and you can't eat anything else all day. <laughs> so it was like, I can't, I can never do keto. I love pasta too much, but I definitely think that I'm trying to find a, a good routine, you know, and I think working out is so healthy for people and really making that change where you do it every day and you actually crave it. I have friends that I'm working out with and they say that they crave working out every day because they get they get that like endorphin rush. I'm not getting the endorphin rush yet. I'm working on it. You know, like that runner high. I can't run, but I mean, if I could, I would try to get the high because that's cool, you know? Yeah, I, I feel that. I think um, in like a relationship with exercise is so interesting too, and it's so different for everybody. And, mm -hmm. you know, too much for one person is too little for the next. And um, vice versa. So it's just like finding your own pattern in that and finding what's good for you and, and where you, I think the biggest thing too, is like figuring out where's my happy place in this and what actually makes me excited to work out and like doing the things that actually make you feel like you want to do it because one workout isn't going to work as well for you as it does for somebody else. And yeah. I think there's so many times where you try to try to make it cookie cutter. And so I love that for you, it's like, Cause you're, you're another person kind of representing this brand or whatever, or this company, but you also, you're, you're another individual. So you're somebody else who's going to offer a new perspective, offer something different to people because you're just, you're, you're your own person. So I think that that's so cool. Yeah. And that's an awesome opportunity for you. And cause like you're trying to do something, but then you can also help people in the midst of that. So I think that's so cool. Yeah. And I think that right now during like all this stuff where it's definitely the, you know, the gyms are closed and um, the company that I'm partnering with, they've actually had a huge influx of like, they're like stocked out on almost all of their products right now because of everybody joining like the programs. 
And so that's really fun for them, but it's not so great for me because every time someone's like, oh, I want to start it, I was like, oh yeah, let me sign you up. I was like, oh, I can't get you anything right now, <laughs> you know? But I think that, you know, finding something to do with your time during this like quarantine when you're at home is like, I, like I said, I'm an extrovert. I, ca I can't not do stuff. So sitting on the couch all day, like, yeah, I'll do it like once a week, but I can't, I can't really do it all the time. And I was just talking to a friend that graduated from high school in Hamilton, like last year. And she's like, yeah, my, I think my internship's going to get completely canceled. And I said, I read this article because once you go to college and you just graduate, you can't really shut off your college brain. So I'm still thinking about internship problems. And I was reading this article about how employers are really going to be looking at what people did this summer. Even if you're canceled, even if you're not working and making unemployment, people are still going to be looking at like how you constructively use this time. And I told her, I'm like, do a community project, you know, get 10 other people together that don't have any other options and go along in Hamilton and, you know, pick up litter, you know, get something on your resume for during this time. And, and I had so many plans during the quarantine. Like I was supposed to go to the Netherlands for a week. My girlfriend was going to be there on study abroad. And she said, Hey, Madison, just come screw around and come to the Netherlands. And I was like, I'm going to do it. So, you know, I bought a ticket and I had to cancel it. And had like all these things I wanted to do but instead of being upset about it I created this new routine where I'm working out and I'm trying to you know bring on other people to feel like the good healthiness that I feel now and it's just you know you really just gotta like like you said just like look on the positive side and make it worth your time and that's some really good advice it is I think it's all about filling our time with things that are life-giving to us and they're also you know beneficial obviously and I think that's an awesome point that you brought up and I I love that idea for um recent graduates whether that's seniors in high school or in college is just like get out there and do something you know like you don't um you don't need to be necessarily told what to do or you don't have to have some company hire you as an intern to show people that you can do something and I love that that's a very good that's an awesome idea and um <clears throat> yeah that's awesome I think it's so tempting to just kind of like sit back and relax and do what you want to do because I think we're pushing excessively on either side of the spectrum like oh be super productive yeah. and don't quit like keep going keep going or there's like the other side that says oh just slow down and do your own thing it's like it's fine and so like I think those extremes can be extremely misleading and so we can kind of I for me I've kind of learned, I think balance is a little, I don't know that it exists exactly. Um, but you can, like you said, moderation, you can find something that works for you. Um, there's always going to be some give and take on either side, but to find yeah. something, you know, so like, I don't think we need to be excessive on either spectrum, but we can find that, that middle ground where we feel comfortable, but also a little bit outside of our comfort zone. And we're trying new things and we're still, like you said, you're putting stuff on your resume, whether it's actually with an employer or not. Right. I mean, just use your time, you know, or read, read a whole bunch of motivational books, take notes, you know, like I have a whole bunch of books underneath my bed that I have not started yet that I've been telling myself every day, I'm going to sit down and read for an hour. But you know, then it's like five o'clock. And I was like, I really deserve to watch TV. So, you know, it's hard to have the balance. And you don't want to like, I was always the person that was working two, three jobs and going to school full time and paying for it all by myself and in a sorority, which I don't know how many of your viewers are in a sorority, but it is a lot of work. And 
And, you know, it's just like everything else. Everything in your life is you get what you put in, you know, like your job is you get what you put in. In a sorority, you get what you put in. You can have an amazing experience. You can have a really bad experience, you know, and your health and your nutrition and your fitness, like it is what you put into it. And you can, and I don't, I don't know if there's balance. I'm really bad about over committing. So, I mean, you know, it is what it is. And you know, I had a lot of times where I would overcommit and I would have to drop back and, you know, not take on as much. Twice in college, I had to like quit a couple orgs because I was like, oh, I'm way overcommitted, <laughs> you know, but I mean, people have to find their middle ground. I would be stir crazy. I had two jobs in college because I could not stand not to have two jobs because I like to spend money like I have two jobs. And when you have two jobs, you can spend money, you know, <laughs> I can order good. whatever I want on Amazon if I have two jobs and I couldn't not do that. Hey, so at least you're self-aware. That's a really good start. So I love yeah. that. that's really funny. Um, <laughs> I think that's awesome. Uh, so then I guess, do you have any last words for anybody or any last kind of statements? Um, how you want to go out uh, just for the people who are involved or just even, you know, obviously you've just given us some pretty good encouragement, but do you have anything else that you would like to say? No, I mean, it's just, like I said, you know, it's, it's a, it's a tough time for everybody. Like no one's happy about what's going on. And, you know, there are people, like you said, there's a big spectrum. Some people are at the Capitol pissed as hell about this. And some people are at home on the couch watching 90 Day Fiance. And that's totally fine too. Um, I, I did it for a couple of weeks when all this started. I was like, I'm not going to do anything. But then, you know, we're on month two right now of staying at home. And it's, it's not as fun. I like, I've been doing a lot of crafts. <laughs> And we made our own mass at my house. So, I mean, you just gotta, I write, I've been writing a lot of notes to my friends. Just fill your time with things that you feel are important. My friends, I've only had one friend write me back, but they all texted me to tell me they got the notes. So, you know, it's, it's, it's really what you want to do with your time. And if you work a really terrible job where you're glad that you're at home right now and you think you deserve to sit on the couch for two weeks, do it. I mean, that's what you want to do. You're not going to be happy unless you do what th you think's going to make you happy. I mean, yeah, you're just going to regret it, you know? So that's why I bought that ticket to the Netherlands. I didn't get to go, but I knew that I would regret it if I didn't bought it. So. Right. No, thank you so much for that. I think that that's super encouraging just to like validate some people and where they're at. I think that's extremely important right now to just acknowledge everyone's in a different boat and that's totally okay. I think as long as you have people who are supporting you and, and know you well enough to tell you if you're in the wrong boat, <laughs> then you're good. Yeah. Um, so like just continuing to look out for that community. And I like, I think it's so easy to feel extremely alone right now, but um, you know, like you said, filling your time with things that are life giving and that make you feel good. And um, if that does mean 90 days fiance, you know, on repeat, so what, that's what you need. Um, that's what you need right now. And um, I think that once again, like I said, it's all in moderation. And if you feel yourself getting a little caught in that hole, you find your people. And I think there's always someone out there willing to help or willing to just come and say, hey, let me encourage you and support you and, and pull you out of this if needed or to, to validate you if that's what's needed too. So um, I really appreciate that and, and love your advice and your encouragement and your positive outlook because it's been, been a couple months. It's just, it just is, you know, it's just like, it's crazy to say that. like we're on month two of the quarantine, yeah. you know, <laughs> I know. I was just thinking the other day, I was like, it's almost June. How? 
I just yeah. like Emmett Laws where I'm just like, where did what happened? And I think one of my favorite um like memes or quotes from this whole time was something like no no month has hippity hopped out of here like April. And that <laughs> was so funny because April was just like nothing. And like May's kind of been like a little here, a little there, and now it's just like June already. And it's just crazy to think about the time that has passed and and how different things look, but I think there's so much good to see in it. I think if we can find that, um, not to say that it's not hard or that there's going to be moments of weakness because that's like we're human. It happens. Um, but like mm-hmm. I said, I think finding people who support you and also just like obviously to plug in what you're doing right now with the whole fitness journey. Um, definitely talk to Madison if you have any questions about that. If you're wondering what that might look like, she's a great person to get a hold of for that and to encourage you through this because she's obviously doing it herself. So she knows what it's like and she knows what it's like to be um, you know, controlled by Oreos. So it's fine. We, we're yeah, all it's tough. I get it. <laughs> we know. So she understands that. And I think that she has a great outlook on things and she's very realistic and open. So I think that's an awesome idea. Um, but then what I'll do is I will put her information in the description so you can get a hold of her and you can follow her on Instagram and on her social media platforms. Um, and you can connect with her because I think she's a great connection to have. Um, but other than that, guys, I was so glad to have Madison on here. Thank you so much for being here. You are also a graduate or you're, you know, you're in kind of a weird transition and you feel like you want to have a say with how things are going right now, please reach out. Um, we want to hear from you. We want to hear your voice. And if you know somebody who maybe should be on here, maybe send this to them and let them know or someone who um, might resonate with Madison's, um, you know, journey and what she shared, please share this with people um, just so that people can feel like they they can have a connection with someone that it's relatable that they're not you know the only one in this space yeah but I hope you're staying happy sane and safe um during this time but I will see you all soon hopefully and hopefully this means that this can kind of pass soon but other than that guys I will talk to you soon thanks so much for tuning in don't forget to subscribe and I'll talk to you soon